Thank you for tuning into the weekly sermon from Journey of Hope, a United Methodist community. We are a welcoming community that fosters belonging and acceptance. Through ministries, we enable individuals to transform their lives as they learn to follow Jesus Christ. We follow the guidance of the Spirit in sharing our faith through missional adventures, building relationships, and offering our witness to our community and world. We serve the Elgin, Illinois area and are located at the corner of Randall Road and Highland. To learn more about us, you can check us out at johumc.org or any of our social media platforms by searching Journey of Hope. And now, here is this week's message. Our first scripture lesson is from Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 21. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor honor one another above yourself. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, Live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Our second reading is from John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. May God bless the reading, hearing, and understanding of his word. Amen. You may be seated. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. You ready to go to the lobby? (laughs) 
There's a hot dog, some popcorn, and some jujubes. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to our, our second week of our fun and interesting worship here at Journey of Hope called At the Movies. Uh, it's a time for us to dive into some storylines from Hollywood. Uh, throughout my ministry, I've always looked, as I've said, to find the sacred within the secular. I want to see how God is sharing the gospel message in ways that we might not expect. And the film industry is just one of those places where we can see messages of hope, grace, and love. And so I continue to wonder what some of your favorite movies are. And so while preparing for this message, I asked you for suggestions. So I know what some of your favorites are. And I have to say that I'm sorry I won't be able to cover them all. Uh, because you gave me so many so many good movies. However, maybe I'll try to pull in some references uh, of them over the next few months, maybe even during Pathways Guided Worship Time. So stay tuned. Well, movies take us on a journey, telling us a story and, and helping us to believe in the characters, whether we like them or not. So last week we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy and the theme of sacrificial love that is found throughout that movie. And I wonder if you saw them when you watched it as well. Do we go back and watch Guardians of the Galaxy after we talked about it last Sunday? Some of you I know did. You told me. Well, next week we're going to talk about one of Disney's newest movies, which is Encanto. Uh, and so maybe you want to watch that before next Sunday. Uh, but, uh, but this week, we have to turn our attention to this, uh, this 80s wonderful classic, The Goonies. Uh, a quest for lost treasure, escaping and overcoming evil, encouraging each other, acceptance, thinking outside of our little boxes, and even witnessing. Yes, that is all found within this movie. So let's get started, shall we? I'm going to encourage you to have your, your bulletins handy. It, it does offer you places to take notes. Uh, also a reminder that, uh, that it has scripture passages as well as questions that you can reflect on throughout the week. Uh, and those are also available online. They're on our website. So if you, if you misplace your bulletin, uh, if you're not getting them each day on social media, you can also get them online. You can click on those. Uh, will you pray with me? Gracious and almighty God, we, we come striving to hear your word, to hear your message for us. And so God, open up our hearts and open up our minds so that we may truly see your will for us today. May the words that I speak no longer be my own, but they would be your words for your people. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so a quick overview of the movie. First, I need to remind you that I had not seen this movie before, uh, before uh, Kimberly suggested it uh, for this particular series. Now, I'm not sure how I missed it uh, in my childhood, obviously because it happened right around that time, uh, but it was a really interesting movie. I had no idea what to expect or whether there would be any redeeming themes found in it. There were a couple of other movies that somebody wanted me to do if I could find some redeeming qualities in it. Uh, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> and Blazing Saddles. I, I, I'm not sure 
I'll, I'll, I'll work on that one, all right? <laughs> so, it, you know, as soon as I started watching it, I realized that there was actually quite a bit within the storyline of the Goonies. Uh, and so a quick overview. The Goonies are referred to a group of kids who are very close friends. The initial group is Mikey, Mouth, Data, and Chunk. If you remember all those characters. While others are actually accepted into the group uh, of the Goonies, they don't start that way. This group of friends are preparing to actually part ways. Uh, You see, Mikey's parents are being forced out of their house by Mr. Perkins and foreclosure. And so while searching the attic of trying to get things in order, uh, a place that Mikey's dad told him never to go, by the way, uh, they find clues to a hidden treasure, which Mikey encourages them all to find. Along this journey, they run into the Fratellis, uh, a mother and two sons who have just escaped from prison. Well, one of them escaped from prison. And they need to fight the evil family en route to the buried treasure. They face many different traps set by the pirate One-Eyed Willie and attempts on their life from the Fratellis. They eventually make it to the treasure, although it's never as it fully seems. There's some sacrificing of individuality to save lives. And while, on the, while on the main th- one of the main themes is good triumphing over evil, there is so much more found within this story. Now, you may be thinking that it's pretty easy to find a a good versus evil motive in in this and, frankly, many other movies. And you'd be right. It seems as if this is a very common theme among stories. But then again, it's our story, too. Maybe that's why we can relate to it so well. Go all the way back to Genesis and we hear a creation story and then immediately following a story about evil entering into our lives, sin entering into our lives. Then a whole book (laughs) describing God's desire to reconcile with us, culminating in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. God's only son. So you see, this story of good versus evil is not only a good plot for a movie, but it reminds us of our story as well. You see, in the Goonies, it is the Fratellis against the Goonies. But I also think we can say that it's Mr. Perkins, the millionaire who is trying to take Mikey and Bran's parents' house away versus the Goonies. It could also be Troy Perkins, Andy's ex-boyfriend, and his friends against the Goonies. It can also be darkness and time against the Goonies. You see, most of this movie happens below ground. Once the Goonies find the entrance in the fireplace, they are on a quest for two things. Escaping the darkness of the underworld and finding the treasure that will save them and their families. Darkness plays a big part in this story, but it also plays a big part in our lives. We live in a world full of darkness, and it doesn't take long for us to look back just a few days to see that darkness creeping in, that evil that creeps in. It's all around us. 
like in the the events of the shooting in Highland Park or the hatred that we see on social media and in the news. We continue to give our thoughts and prayers for those affected, but is it enough? Our thoughts and prayers enough? When do we get called into action? If we are to be Christ followers, living a life that is Christ-like, then we need to reflect the light of Christ into the world around us. You see, our passage from the beginning of John tells us that the true light has come into the world and the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness hasn't overcome it. That is a word of hope for us. We can overcome evil. We can overcome the darkness because Jesus already has done it and now gives that power to us through the Spirit. We can be a light into our dark world. We can share the love of God with everyone around us. This is how the gospel spreads. This is how the light spreads. Just as you remember, you probably remember Christmas Eve services when we light one candle at a time. We share the light of Christ to those in our lives, one life at a time. And then it gets brighter and brighter as we share that love. There's another theme that I would like to share with you. And Mikey is is certainly the main character in this movie. And while others have prominent roles, Mikey's is key. He is the one who encourages the Goonies to search for the treasure. And he is also the one in the group whose, whose life is going to be forever changed by his need to move away. While some of the other characters do this as well, Mikey is the primary encourager. So many times I've I heard others in the movie talking about giving up, about turning back and going home, that they reached as far as they possibly could They just didn't have enough to keep going forward. And Mikey was right there to give them encouragement. And so I want to show you a scene where almost everybody was ready to give up. They found a way out of the underworld. And it was through a wishing well. And just before the first person was to go up, Mikey gives them a word. And so have a listen. Go ahead and play that clip. Chester Copperpot! Don't you guys see? Don't you realize? He was a pro. He never made it this far. Look how far we've come. We've got a chance. Chance at what, Mikey? Getting killed? Look, if we keep going, someone's really gonna get hurt. Maybe dead. Besides, we gotta get to the police. Maybe Chunk already got to the police. Maybe Chunk is dead. Don't say that. Never say that. Goonies never say die. I'm not a goonie. I want to go home. I forgot. But still, don't you realize? The next time you see Sky, it'll be over another town. The next time you take a test, it'll be in some other school. Our parents, they want the best of stuff for us. Right now, they gotta do what's right for them. Cause it's their time. Their time. Up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. 
it's all over the second we ride up Troy's bucket. You see, the rest of the group wanted to give up. They just wanted to go home. Mikey knew that there was more. And he also relied on the story of Chester Copperpot, who was a professional treasure hunter. If he couldn't make it as far as they did, the Goonies most certainly had a chance at finding the treasure. This was the encouragement that they needed. Andy and Steph, even though they didn't start out as Goonies, felt welcomed at this moment. And this change is actually marked. It follows right after this scene. It is marked by Andy sending up her ex-boyfriend's Letterman sweater as she was no longer known by her relationship with Troy, but as part of the Goonies. She changed. Mikey's encouragement came throughout the movie. Scene after scene, we hear Mikey telling people how good they were doing. There was also a scene where Andy needed to play music in order to get through a secret door. And Mikey kept telling her how good of a job she was doing. But I also, I need to also note that one of the most popular quotes from the movie comes during the scene that we just saw. We heard Mikey tell us that the Goonies never say die. But there is one place that Mikey tells us something else about the Goonies. I didn't realize it until the second time through it. He tells Andy that Goonies make mistakes. Not only Goonies never say die, but Goonies make mistakes. He was encouraging Andy by allowing her to make a mistake. Because they all do. How incredibly freeing must that have been for her to realize that she didn't need to be perfect. Maybe we need to hear that too. Paul tells us that that all have fallen short of the glory of God, that we have all sinned. We have all made mistakes, and that's okay. God is a forgiving God. We are welcome. Mistakes and all. There's another part of that scene that stuck out to me. And it's found throughout the movie. You see, Mikey believes he has a problem. He thinks he has allergies or he's asthmatic. He's continually using an inhaler. Many times he's using this this inhaler either just before or just after giving encouragement. I began to see this as a reminder to allow the Holy Spirit to fill us so that we can in turn give others hope, grace, and love. It was as if Mikey was breathing in the Spirit with the help of the inhaler, allowing more and more of the Spirit's power and wisdom. And then, if you remember, at the end of the movie, Mikey throws away the inhaler, telling everyone that he doesn't need it any longer. You see, I feel that there are times when we are just at the beginning of our faith journey and we are in need of something to help us understand who God is, what Jesus has done for us, and how the Holy Spirit can empower us. We need something to just remind us 
of taking that breath of the Spirit in. But then as we grow, we realize that God's power is always there for us and that we have direct access to God. We no longer need that reminder, that inhaler, to breathe in the Spirit because we are already breathing in the Spirit each and every day. Okay, one final theme. Because we can't leave without talking about Chunk. Chunk is one of those lovable characters, especially, I think, as, as he spills his guts in a, in a lengthy confessional to the Fratellis. I mean, to his defense, they did ask him to tell his story. And so he did. All of it. But you see, there's a theme of acceptance and of witnessing to our faith that I find in Chunk. Chunk was always telling stories, some a little far-fetched, but many times they began this way. There's a real short clip, Paul. Oh, guys, thanks. Thanks a lot. You guys, you're not going to believe me. This time I'm telling the truth. Mikey. You turd. Why don't you drive, Chunk? Shut up, Mom. Listen, okay? You guys will never believe me. There's two cop cars, okay? And they're chasing us. Four-wheel deals. It's real neat ORB. And there are both flying all over the place. It's the most amazing thing I ever saw. <laughs> the most amazing thing I ever saw. How many times does Chunk say that? The most amazing thing I ever saw. It was, I, when was the last time you told someone that you witnessed or experienced Something that you began with. This is the most amazing thing I ever saw. Can you remember? When was the last time you sold some, told somebody something like this about an amazing thing at Journey of Hope? When have you told someone the amazing thing that God has done in your life? Were you ever as excited as Chunk is? You ever just so excited that you had to share? And you turned to somebody and said, This is the most amazing thing happened to me. Let me tell you about this. I think we need that excitement. Because when we are filled with that joy, with that excitement, people listen. Doesn't matter what you're telling them, they are listening. They are all in because you are all in. So there's another thing about Chunk, uh, what he does in this movie. Uh, see, for so much of the second half of the movie, Chunk is separated from his friends. He's either with the Fratellis or he is locked up with Sloth, an unwelcome family member of the Fratellis. Sloth is different, unlike all of the others. And, and while that makes the rest of his family treat him differently, mainly by locking him away so that no one else will see him, Chunk's feelings for him are a little different. The first meeting between the two starts off a little rocky, but it doesn't take long for Chunk to accept him for who he is. They build a friendship, taking care of each other, in essence, saving each other in different situations. I did find it interesting that, uh, that sloth shows agape love to everyone, to everyone, even his family who has persecuted him for years. There might be a story in the Bible about loving your enemies. I think I read about that once. 
You see, while they are all in the grotto, Sloth helps the Goonies escape. And just in case you don't remember, he's holding up this huge stone, allowing the Goonies to escape out of the grotto. And after they've all made it out of the, of the opening, Sloth can't hold the opening open and escape himself. But instead of finding another way out, of leaving his oppressing family behind, Sloth goes back for them and saves them as well. Is this not the love that, that Jesus was telling us about and how we are called to overcome evil with good? Sloth was living out Jesus' teaching, showing us how we too can do the same. Well, the bond you see between Chunk and Sloth have become so strong in this short amount of time that Chunk has some words for Sloth. And so there's a really short exchange in this video. And so listen here for, for, for Chunk and Sloth. You want to lose your job? Sloth, you're going to live with me now. I'm going to take care of you. Because <laughs> I love you. Oh, I love you, Joe. Oh, I love you, <laughs> Love and acceptance are on full display, regardless of, of who they are. This is what Jesus asks of us. Especially when we hear the greatest command to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And to love your neighbor as ourselves. Can we truly love in that way? Can we accept people for who God created them to be? Maybe it would be good to be a goonie. Are you that kind of goonie? Can you relate to Sloth, to Chunk, to Mikey, and to all of the others of showing love, overcoming that evil with good? Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with affection. Outdo one another showing honor. Thinking of others higher than yourself. This is the message that God has for us today. Will you pray with me? Almighty God, God, we have experienced you in this place. Through music, through prayers, through scripture, and even in the Goonies. God, you have shared what it means to love unconditionally and to accept. And so God, help us as we, as we go through our days to do just that, to welcome all and to love them. God, thank you for this message. Thank you for the message of the Goonies. And we lift this all in Jesus' name. Amen.
Such a wonderful, wonderful hymn of victory in Jesus. That is what we have in that resurrection of Christ, that we have everlasting life through Jesus. Uh, and so now I'm going to encourage you to, to go about your week uh, until we meet again, but go out and share the love of God with others. Witness to them. Tell them, you know what, I have witnessed the most amazing thing. You might never believe it, but let me tell you what happened. Share that message. And now, go across the hall. Enjoy in a wonderful birthday celebration, the 80th celebration for so many of you. But go knowing that the love of God, the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit goes with you. And it goes with you always. Amen.